Oh shit. Record the hoe. What's up, ballers? Welcome back. Dougie Fresh here on the mic, taking over for Jakey today. He's a little tired, a little sleepy. So we got the 2019 Scalici Open champ, Jake Scalici on the mic. What's up, buddy? What's up, everybody? We also have the newly appointed tie for 13th at the Golden Nugget Classic Pro Pro AMAM with Big Trust, Vinny Scalici. What's up, buddy? What's going on? Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, indeed. We uh, have had a busy week already. It's Wednesday, although Vince and I took a little rendezvous down to Lake Charles, which we'll talk about a little bit later, and did not work Monday and Tuesday. It was very romantic, although Vince (laughs) cheated on me and took his girlfriend with him, and they had their own room, so (laughs) that was that. But uh, no, we had a great time. We'll talk about it here in a little bit. But first, I want to get to a little Riv uh, recap. Which was the tournament that's played this past weekend, hosted by the former GOAT, Tiger Woods. And he played absolutely awful. More things to talk about, but I told you guys he's going to be number one in the world. He will not be number one in the world this year. He will be very lucky to stay in the top ten. I think he's dropped down to number nine. Oh, Doug is just coming out with the flamethrower today. He like went so hard on this, and now now he's going completely the other way. A week later, and you know, I understand the Tiger's ship. I do understand. I'm still on the ship. It's just we're taking on water right now. The thing that happened was (laughs) he was he had to host the tournament. Okay, I understand that's hard. He he probably didn't hit any balls. He's dealing with his foundation the whole week, and all these people coming in and out. So. I know it's tough to do it that way. However, he's been doing it and hosting tournaments here for like 20 years and still been winning them. So a little bit concerning. I was hoping actually he was going to play this week at the WGC because he typically plays very well two weeks in a row. But mm-hmm. that's not happening. So hopefully he plays the following week at the Honda and then the Arnie. So he gets two weeks in a row. If that happens, I'm taking him at the Arnie. If not, I won't be taking him until Augusta. But that's not what I want to talk about. Anyways, we were going to talk about what happened this past weekend at the Genesis Invitational. Vinny coming through with a huge prediction that Adam Scott would win. And wow. he sure as hell did. Vince, I'm going to let you. You want to talk about your boy? I don't know how much there is to say. Like, I've just been a fan of Adam Scotty, regardless of what he's putting with uh, for a long time. <laughs> he can strike the ball. I think we all agree he's got one of the best swings on tour. Uh, it's enjoyable to watch. And... You know, just for that, simply being the best, uh, probably tee to green for the weekend, I think. I think he deserved the win, and it was a good pick. Yeah, Vicky, for sure. Think? No, I mean, obviously it's a great pick now as, as we look at it. But no, I think, I think you make a, a good point about a couple of things, right? I mean, Adam Scott's ability to, first of all, be one of the top, what, five probably drivers on tour – um, and then clearly a ball striker, great swing. Um, and really like, even when he's had like years where he hasn't won, it's hard to really look at them as down years. Cause he always sort of contends and it depends on, you know, what he's doing with the putter. And, uh, he had like a, you know, a good enough week basically is what it comes down to and a good enough week on the greens and hit it great. And there you go. Winner. And I mean, he's played well at Riv before. So yeah, in the end, it, it made a lot of sense to me. Um, 
and it was nice. It was really nice to see him to see him win one as well. So, yeah, it was a great tournament. Uh, now that it's an Invitational, a little bit more stout field. It's always been a good field at Riv. Uh, you Absolutely, know, everybody loves playing that golf course. We, I think, there was so many good players in the top ten on Sunday that. It was just going back and forth. I know Scott was there. We also had Harold Varner the third, who Jake correctly predicted would explode in his pants on Sunday. <laughs> I think it was the opposite. Russell Harold that. Varner, my yeah, he he just does. I mean, I love the dude because he's sponsored by Jordan, got some swag, but he just does not do well on the final pairing or the second to final pairing on Saturday and Sunday and in any tournament. Last year, obviously. Shit his pants with Brooks Kapka, who everybody knew was going to win the PGA, but he didn't even contend. Uh, but, you know, hopefully he gets it together. I mean, he still finished T13. He played very well. Russell Henley, as well, who I'm a big fan of through some personal connections, he shit the bed on Sunday. There was a lot of people that shit the bed on Sunday, Rory including Rory McIlroy. Awesome. Uh, 100%, but, you know, the cream rose to the top there. I, I thought Rory was going to get it done personally. He didn't. He finished T5. I mean, he had a, he had a good week, uh, especially as he gets ready for the WGC in Mexico this week. Bryson DeChambeau, big muscles, finished in the top five. Uh, Coochie Boy, who is, I don't know, is he playing in Mexico this week? Did he get Toucan on the bag? What's no, going on down there? I didn't even look. <laughs> he imported he, him from he, uh, he did. So, so Toucan and Cooch down in Mexico this week. <laughs> no, not really. Uh, Cooch is going to be back down there. But then there was like, Homa, who's been playing well. Joel dahman has been playing well. We had a Hideki. Max Homa's going to win. So. Homie, we had a, he's not going to win this week, though. No, 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 no. But he's, uh, it's going to happen soon. Actually, I, I mean, we, we had a Hideki sighting, who I think has a chance to win this week in Mexico. And then Ches Revi, who continues to do it with the big hat <laughs> in the top 10. Wow. That, that was, you don't that like was a lot the Hideki? Are those the power rankings okay. for this week? Uh, I'm sorry. What, no, what, what no, going no, on no, there? no. I'm just telling we just, you. We just got the full scope there from Doug. I'm giving you a red um, hot tip. All right. So do I like Hideki? The answer is no, because that dude is a horrendous putter. He never makes putts that matter. Uh, and that was pretty apparent because he's like, I think he was number one in the field approaching the green and like number like 68 or something on the green. So he right. just never makes a putt. I, I and I especially would not like him in a place like uh, uh, Chapultepec or whatever in Mexico because between the elevation differences, th- there are more factors involved with like sort of his ball striking maybe not being as good as it normally is. But I, it was it was interesting how many people climbed in um, at Rib, and it, I think it's that's the golf course really. You know, that's what happens when you have a golf course that rewards you know a guy like Ches who like is just like popping it out there but can really sort of manufacture scores. Uh, A guy like Rory, who's just like absolutely bombing it. A guy, you know, like Adam Scott, who's so solid and so consistent. Um, A guy like Bryson, who's like a total asshole. All of those things are sort of rewarded or whatever. I I think that's, it's a great tournament. Honestly, like if you were to tell me that the players was going to be played at Riv, I would care more about the players. The fifth major you're talking about. I mean, it's a fantastic yeah. event it's coming up in less balls. than a month. Actually, uh, today is well. Everybody's gonna be listening to this podcast tomorrow, but as of today, when we're recording it, we're 50 days away from the Masters. So big. Whoa! <laughs> Hello, friends. Hello, friends. That's right. Uh, okay, so Riv, great tournament, great field. 
A lot of great players in there, except for Tiger, who fired an illustrious 11 over <laughs> after being four under through nine holes on Thursday and in contention. He shot six over on Sunday, played absolutely terrible after the front nine on, on Thursday. Uh, I know some people said he might be injured, whatever's going on. I don't think so. I think he just played like shit. It's going to happen. He's going to you know fire by two or three good tournaments a year. I mean, he, he finished T9 at Torrey, so... He's playing some golf. He's going in and out. I don't like that he's not playing this week at the WGC. However, I do know that the Florida Swing's coming. They all live right there. So hopefully we'll see him at the Honda and at Arnie's place here in uh, in the next two to three weeks. Uh, I will point out, though, there was a lot of guys that, after nine holes on Sunday, had a chance. Moore Cowell was one of them. He was one back. And then he ended up mm-hmm. shooting two over for the day, which dropped him back six shots from where he was at nine under. So... Um, and he's playing. He didn't get in the WGC field, GC field this week. I don't think. Did he? I don't think Who so. Is this? I know. I know. Hovland's Morikawa. playing in Puerto Rico, right, but I second. don't know what. I don't know what Morikawa is playing. Hold on, I have it. I have it here in front of me as well. Okay, I go do ahead, not go. see Morikawa. I think he's in the playing field. in. I think he's playing in Puerto Rico. I believe. But I also don't see the homie in the field after the weeks he's been having. No, he. I, I did see that he said he is getting ready for the Florida swing. Uh, there, so it's an interesting thing, right? Because the uh, it's an Olympic year, so they've condensed the schedule. So you have to really pick and choose where you're playing. And sure. there is there is quite a bit of of players not playing this week at the WGC in Mexico. I mean, there's still lots of the top twenty guys, but uh, I know obviously Tiger's not playing. Um, I don't think Justin Rose is playing. He's not. He didn't play last week. Oh, he did play last week at the Genesis. I saw his, his beautiful shirts. Hold on one second. Sorry to jump in here, unless I'm looking at the wrong thing, which I don't think I am. Morikawa is in the field. Oh, he is in the field. Okay. Yes, he's in the field. Okay. Okay. Good. That's good. I think he has a chance this week as well, but that's neither here nor there. Anybody want to wrap up anything on Riv, or are we going to move on to WGC here? Yeah. Good. You got something, Vince? No, no. I said you're right. Morikawa is in the field. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at this. Uh, some, some of these... I love how the WGC, this is a side note, always you get some like crazy players who just like sneak in because they play on like the Asian tour or whatever. And they're like some they're bordering in that sort of um, that sort of like gray area. And, you know, they end up getting in. I'm trying. I just saw a name. Of course, I'm scrolling. and I lost it now as I'm talking about it. But I was like, I've never fucking heard of this guy. He's going to play in WGC. I do know that Rio Ishikawa. Oh, back in the WGC field this week, so I, he's back from the dead. Apparently, I didn't know. I I did see his week, name a couple weeks ago, but uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, great things there. I thought Bubba was going to play better. Jake, that was your pick. He missed the cut. Yeah, he he bogeyed the last hole on Friday, which is rough, but also did help Vince and I out in our pool. So mm-hmm. good things there. I don't huge. have anything else on Riv unless you have final comments, Jake. We'll go ahead and move on to the WGC preview for the week. Two, I have two quick things. First two thing, quick things. Let's hear them. Yeah, the first thing. Anytime Harold Varner is near the lead, it's must-watch TV because he does not, like you said, he throws up on himself or whatever. He, he does, but like it's an epic puke. It's like full-on self-immolation, right? Like hooking one into the bushes. This week we had him like topping one off of a tee box and then not being able to hit the green with the second one. Uh, I mean, it's... Uh, it's always pretty epic, so that's one thing I will say. I will always watch when he's near the lead because you never know how he's going to fall out of it, which I think is cool. 
And, uh, yeah, I just think um, the more we can have courts like Riv on tour, the better things are going to be. I mean, it just shows you how many guys um, can sneak in when you have uh, such a great golf course. So that's it for Riv for me. Love it. So we're moving on this week. WGC event, the second one of the season, because the first one of the year was in Asia. Uh, so we're moving on to the second one. So it's a no cut event There will everybody in the field will be playing for four days. I know Jake doesn't love that. Um, I know the Tigers want a lot like that. So has DJ. I believe he's going for number seven uh, WGC win this week. He's going for his 21st win as well overall, which is a good number for me because I played a lot of blackjack over the weekend. So good for him, <laughs> 21. Um, but yeah, I mean, great field. A lot of players playing. There's some guys that elected not to play this week to get ready for the Florida swing, as we said earlier. Um, but still huge amounts of talent down in Mexico. The golf course is, is pretty cool. You're going to see some long drives because of the altitude yeah. uh, and people hitting clubs that they wouldn't normally hit from different distances. So that, that does make it interesting. Um, it is a pretty tight course as well, um, and it's very tree-lined, but very close to downtown uh, Mexico City, and there's some cool views I saw uh, from the, some of the guys at Golf Digest that I follow on Instagram this week. So uh, looking forward to the event. Um, obviously, DJ, Rory, JT, Rom, Adam Scott, uh, Fairway Jesus making his, his first appearance uh, in North America this year, Tommy Fleetwood. Decky, Louis Serge, and Webb Simpson. Those are your 10 power ranking guys. Um, I, I really like this event. Uh, you know, we got to see Phil win here in a playoff against JT. Um, we also got to see, was it Rory? Or is this the one where he hold out, right? Uh, or sorry, JT hold out on 18. Correct. Um, and, uh, you know, we saw Tiger play here last year. He played pretty well, uh, finished uh, in the top 15. Um, and, and newly appointed, you know, Rory McIlroy, who was became number one before the Genesis is, is here. Um, and I do want to just sway really quickly away. I, I, I texted the group today. He was asked about the new golf league, um, yeah. world golf league. And he, he said that he is not going to, uh, be taking his talents there unless obviously everybody goes and he's forced to, to play there. Um, which I think was huge for the PGA Tour. Uh, obviously, Commissioner Monahan and those guys are working very diligently to make sure um, they don't lose any of their guys. They've also made it uh, very apparent that you cannot play in both tours. If you decide you want to play in the other one for the money, you can't play in, on the PGA Tour. But I think that, that was a huge step for, for the PGA Tour today with Rory saying that. And then I also saw on the Golf Channel about 15 minutes ago that DJ uh, said – Pretty much the same thing that Rory said. He, he, he's staying on the PGA Tour. It's been good to him. It's been good to his family. Uh, but if you know everybody leaves, then he might have to look at going. But for now, he's staying on the PGA Tour. So I think that that is huge for the PGA Tour. Um, I don't want to speak too much about it, but Jake or Vince, if you want to chime in, I'll, I'll give you guys the floor here for a second. Um, go ahead, Ben. No, I was going to say, I'm sure Jake has some strong opinions on, on this. Um, and I'm sure his and, point of view is going to get across to everybody much better. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, I don't really have super strong opinion one way or the other. I, I think it's as much as I don't agree with a lot of the things that the PGA Tour does, because I think that they're more worried that they want to be closer to like the WWE than they want to be to the NBA. And, and to me, that's a problem 
because they're a sport, obviously. They're not sports entertainment. But um, I do think that it's huge. And I, I, I love Rory, man. I, I don't know. I don't care what anybody says about Rory. Like, I think that he is just so, um, like, enlightened in the way that he views himself. His, his scope is so, um, you know, so sort of dialed in. He's so in tune with that. And so, I, I, like, for him to come out and say that I thought was really important. I still think that this thing has legs, though, only because you're going to have people who care more about the money, right? Like, Absolutely. somebody like Rory is like, I'm, I make a shit ton of money. I play golf on the best tour in the world. I'm not going to stir up controversy. DJ kind of feels the same way. But, like, I guarantee you that Phil is, like, asking them to put some money in a Cayman account right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so I, I don't think that this is over because there are still names out there that, that are big enough that if they're swayed, will bring other names with them. And I'm not saying that you're going to have this full on, like, you know, 10 of the top 30, but there is a chance that you're going to, it's going to start swaying some of those back end guys now who maybe weren't the initial people that the, um, the PGL was sort of pushing for. So I don't know. I mean, it's, I don't think it's done, but I think that this is a tough blow to them to have two guys come out and publicly say like, nah, we're good. Yeah. I, right. I, I definitely think it's a big deal. Then you got anything? No, I agree. I just like my, my only opinion is really that, you know, Rory McIlroy of the PGA tour does, uh, just holds way more weight than Rory McIlroy of the PGL. What the fuck's yeah. PGL? You know, uh, at this point in time, it just it has no merit to what's going to occur. I think they need to get some middle of the road guys, some top corn fairy guys, give it a good structure and a good operating environment to draw some of the big names and be like, all right, Rory's coming. Now you got these top corn fairy guys, et cetera. You know, now you got to p- compete against Rory. Uh, here's your opportunity for some merit. You know, like they need to build that first. Right. I, I don't think bringing these guys, even if they have the money, it is is smart. And well, I, I don't think it's smart I, for them to to give up their opportunity on the PGA Tour. I stand by Rory and DJ 100. percent I I think like you're bordering on sort of you you've like you almost said it, but the, the, when you talk about prestige, where is the prestige in like the golf that we see? every year on the PJ tour. Like when you look at it, where are you like, where's history made? Where do you care? Like what, what advantage, what majors, right? So there's four majors and you have like Ryder cup and and that kind of thing, but you have four majors and those majors are not controlled by the PJ tour. Not one of them is right. PGA of America controls the PGA, USGA, us open, RNA Open Championship, and then obviously Augusta controls the Masters, and so this other this other sort of body is essentially saying, "Hey, n- nobody really cares about the prestige of the PGA Tour anyway. Come to us." I think what we're starting to see, though, is what Vince echoed. We don't maybe we don't look at it the same way, but we still sense the history of the PGA Tour, even if like a lot of the like they're going to play in Puerto Rico this week. Let me tell you, winning in Puerto Rico is as good as not winning. I, and that's not. I, I'm, I'm not saying that in like a bad way. Like, obviously, I'm never going to be a good enough golfer to compete on any level, truly. But if you're at the top of the top, and you win an opposite field event, 
Like it matters for your pocket, but it doesn't matter for your prestige. And so that is sort of like the point that you're making, Vince, is pretty good, which is um, it, it kind of takes having these top players around to make your tour worth it on a weekly basis. And you got to sort of, you know, cross your fingers that you don't lose some of these guys that do bring that prestige. I think that the other thing uh, that, you know, Doug and I were kind of talking about with uh, the potential of this PGL just saying like, man, we got to get in bed with a tour, whether it be the European tour or start to talk to um, the PGA tour about, you know, sort of expanding the idea of the WGC. I think that is still the best option for them. And maybe they find that out once they realize that a lot of these names aren't going to go over there. But I guess we'll, we'll see. But I like, I like your point. Thanks, man. Oh, Dougie. <laughs> no, I, I completely agree. I think, I, I mean, I, like I said, I think, I think Rory saying those and DJ kind of reiterating uh, really helps out. But I, I do agree that they're definitely a force. They're, I mean, they're still, they're still waiting on some, some backers, and and they obviously need some TV rights and some some advertisement. But I think that they will get there, and we'll we'll end up seeing what happens. But. Uh, definitely, you know, a seed we can we can talk about later in the future as as it grows. Um, sure. Back to the WCC in Mexico, uh, going to be a great field, great event. Uh, like I said, you're going to see everybody play for four days. Uh, I think we should get into picks, and then we'll talk about a little bit about the TV coverage from this past week at the Genesis, and and we don't want to talk too much about it because there have been a lot of articles coming out, but I think we should, you know, put our spin on what we're, what we're thinking about the TV coverage, not only from Genesis, but it's kind of over the last year or two, uh, you know, on the PGA tour. So with that, Vinny was the big winner. Doug did not finish last place. So yeah. I'm, I'm one of a kind. And Jakey missed, had a big MC this week from Bubba bogeying the last hole on Friday. So Jake, the floor is yours for your pick at the WGC Mexico championship. All right, WGC Mexico. Um, I feel like this is a golf course where like literally anybody can win it, in a weird way. Um, it Doug really painted a great picture. Uh, you can hit it forever because of the altitude. It is so overgrown that it is like incredibly, incredibly narrow. Um, the greens have gotten like kind of slick and crazy the last couple of years. I, I I like it as a tournament though. Actually, I think it's just kind of wild overall. Um, and I had a lot of trouble picking for this week because a couple of the guys who are really good are guys that I'd like to save for bigger tournaments or uh, really good here, I should say. Um, I either want to save them for bigger tournaments or they're just, they've decided not to play this week. So I did a little digging, and um, I'm going to ride someone who's going to be on an emotional high, right? Going to his home country. He's the most honest guy on tour. Let me tell you. <laughs> I am taking honest Abe answer to step up this week, win a huge tournament, because we've been anticipating this, right? Played great at the President's Cup. Played great last year. Um, guy's got a ton of game. Sick golf swing. My wife thinks he's the best-looking guy on tour. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride with honest Abe this week, for sure. Love it. Making his third appearance the wgc this week so mexico's top ranked talent for sure he is coming off at second at pj west and t6 to saudi arabia the guy can play some golf love it so dougie is gonna go a different direction guy that's not from mexico and i'm gonna go 
with someone who's only twice finished outside top 25 at the WGC, Sanders Shoffley. Whoa. I'm oh, going, with, going, going with one of the big guns this week. His My father, God. Go ahead. His father is, is related to the German blood, like my mother, so we've got a little bit of a connection there. <laughs> you had to take in Xander this week. <laughs> Dude, I cannot believe you pulled Xander for this. This is, I mean, I, the guy's going to win the Masters. I can't even believe that. No, he's not. You know, who's going to win the Masters? Uh-huh. His 16th major, the big cat, Tiger Woods. He's going to be outside the top 10 by the end of well, the year. Well, you know, you're right. He might because he's going <laughs> to he's going to MC every tournament after that, but he's going to win the Masters. Nice, Benny, the guy who won. Oh, actually, Jake, what is the uh, points updates for everybody? Oh yeah, points update. So Vince gets a bonus point. Ooh, a little bony. For, yeah, he gets a bonus point um, for the win. So a huge swing there with me only getting one for the the, the Bubba MC. Um, it, Vince now is in the lead with 12 points overall. I am one behind with 11. And Doug, with a solid week, is back in the mix at five. Back, baby. He's back. <laughs> and Xander's going to win, so I'm going to get the bony, and I'm going to be right back there next week. There he goes. That's pretty common for you. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Xander's a good pick. He's played there twice. It's He's got two, two top 20s, and, uh, you know, the guy can play. It's just... I think it's a consistent it's a good pick, pick everywhere. Yeah. But I mean, I'm picking somebody pretty big this week too. I I didn't want to. I just I know I can't dip into this top 5 quite yet. Um but I'm going with Fairway Jesus himself. Whoa. I'm Fleetwood. Tommy Fleetwood, he hasn't missed a cut in over 25 events. Um you know, he's taking a good off season. He's playing a lot apparently. Um <laughs> Uh, and he's he's damn good. He hits the ball straight. He's he's great. I, I think he's gonna win this one. Uh, Telling you right now. What my favorite swings on tour. Love love Fleetwood. Swing. When was the last time he played though? This is an honest Ooh, question. Let's take a look here. His last event <laughs> uh, was. He's coming off the, a win, last, two seconds in a T11. The last WGC Yikes, event. Pretty good. HSBC October. That was the last right. PGA event. But he's the last PGA. He's event. won on the European as two seconds and an eleventh since then. That's pretty good. That's a pretty go. good pick, man. I he's, like it. He's pretty high up in the power rankings, though. He is uh, number six, right behind yeah. your boy, Adam Scotty. Yeah. Yep. I mean, for Adam Scott being as great as he is, he does not get enough publicity, I don't think. Because uh, he cheats. Kind of, well, oh, the, boy. the We're going to have a dark conversation from two years ago <laughs> is, is what it is at this point in time. Yeah. We've argued about I will, it hey, He's got an unbelievable swing. I would watch that and with Rory all the time. If they made a baby, oh, God, look out golf world that would be it they'd win every tournament this this pod has some significant uh uh male overtones tonight between uh, boney and uh <laughs> and scott and roy making a baby together you know we had to cater towards our audience <laughs> um and really do what we can to get the viewers uh anyways wgc anybody got last closing closing seconds anybody what we got uh, I just want to know, is the Mexican announcer guy going to do the crazy announcing on the first tee? Because Golf Channel jerks off to that. I don't think Tiger is. Tiger's not playing, so he's not going to do the Tiger, Tiger, Tiger <laughs> Woods. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm excited. I like this tournament every year. Maybe he'll announce Abe's name in, in Spanish. Get the crowd yeah. going. Abraham. I'm sure he will be bilingual for... 
and for the home crowd for him. Oh, you think we only hear the we only hear the English one, but they really that makes sense. That would, that would I want to I want to hear when he does uh, Sadoshi Kadaira. That's gonna be sick. <laughs> He's gonna butcher the shit out of that. Uh, uh, may, who knows? We have Shugo uh, Imahara in the field too. Or nice Christian Bazudenhut. Bazudenhut, bro. Yeah, you can get that right, bro. <laughs> Zayden, I've never heard of this dude. He won on the Euro Tour the week that Doug and I we did just the talked Euro about this. Yeah. See, there we go. Sunny, there's probably about eight <laughs> names in this field that I have never seen. There's, there's literally a dude. I think his name's like Zach Murray. I was like, where the fuck does Zach Murray play? Zach Murray, like, he plays out of like the country club down the street. He snuck into this thing or something. Dead serious. No previous results for Zach Murray. No recent <laughs> results for Zach Murray. No news about Zach Murray. <laughs> the golf world knows nothing. No, this is a man without a country. <laughs> the guy is killing the game, though. He's in the WGC, so, you know. Yeah. Uh, right. Lee Westwood playing this week as well. I don't know why I just saw I, that. But. He snuck into the top 50 after his win. I almost took him this week. Wow. He, I mean, he plays well every year. Jordan Speed's going to miss the uh, – he can't even MC, but he'll finish dead last year. Um, Interesting. <laughs> uh, that's all I got on the WGC. We're going to move into a little bit of talk about the TV coverage of not only the Genesis, but the last couple weeks. First of all, I want to say that it's awful. They've always <laughs> done an awful simple. job. Fox is the best uh, for yes. the U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. Um, Davis Love is by far the worst announcer I've ever heard in my entire life. He just does not seem comfy. It is pretty brutal. I think it was Vince that showed me <laughs> a clip of his, and yeah, zero <laughs> excitement. I mean, it the is pot, the pot. He's like, wow, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, so so not so seriously though, it, it's really bad. They don't show a lot of the shots. I actually thought that they did a decent job this week at Genesis because Tiger was obviously playing terribly. So they were showing other players. And I think that they did a decent job of showing, you know, the guys that were in the top 10. I know, um, you know, most of the time when they switch over to someone else, it's not, you know, he's holding out or he's holding one, whatever. Um, But I do agree that they've got to figure out some way to do a better job of showing everyone hitting shots, I, even if it's just inside the top 25 or top 20 guys that are in contention, fine. But in, in too many regards, especially when Tiger's in contention, which I love, but I know other people don't because you want to see other people play, is they really only show Tiger and the other guy he's playing with and then whoever the two leaders are. Mm-hmm. And you don't see any other shots from anybody else unless it's, like I said earlier, somebody's chipping in or holding out for a hole-in-one, whatever. Um I don't know. Jake, thoughts? Yeah, I mean, first of all, obviously, like, we're just, we're like three dudes sitting around talking about golf. We're right. not, like, connected in that world. And so the, I think the first thing to say is, like, we don't know what goes on in a production truck on tour. We don't know, like, what these companies have to go through to produce a telecast. We don't know what the PJ Tour is telling us they can and cannot show or can and cannot say. We, we don't know those things, but this is what I will say. It sucks. It's awful. We don't see enough golf. There are far too many commercials, and I know that like they need to show these commercials because of how much it costs to get the rights for these broadcasts. Like 
that's they have to figure out a way to offset some of that, obviously. But um, like I was watching and I uh, on Sunday and I couldn't believe like I didn't see Rory go nuclear on five. I didn't see and I know I've talked about it twice, but I didn't see Harold Varner's tee shot on ten, and he's in the final group. I didn't see. I had no idea without following on like the app or whatever, that Bryson was even in the mix, right? He made an Eagle putt. They're like, here's Bryson for Eagle two back. I'm like, okay, that's, that's really cool. Except I haven't seen him swing really hard at a tee ball all day. I haven't even seen him hit another golf shot all day. Um, you know, Max Homa, great story, hometown kid. He's sort of pushing the lead. Um, he like gets out of trouble on 13, um, and we don't really see him hit a shot again until like 18. And I don't know what the solution is for CBS. I know that I like NBC's broadcast a little bit better, and I don't know if it, it's simply that they just have more cameras. And I, I just have no idea. But I know that something has to be better. And you brought up Fox, which I think is they, they have the best broadcast, but you also have to remember they only have the, their only big broadcast is the U.S. Open. Right. So they can just pour a shit ton of money on that. And if they got to light it all on fire, they just light it on fire. And they go and get 100 drones and 8 million cameras. And they do all these graphics. And then the other ones that they do are the AMs. And those are obviously a little bit easier to cover overall. So it's hard to compare them. I know that there's all this chatter about like what's going to happen with the next rights deal and is the PGA tour going to have a world feed and, and that's going to kind of be the connection and yada, yada, yada. And, and we would get into the weeds talking about that. But the, the bottom line is like, it is so bad. Like it's like, imagine watching the NFL, imagine watching You guys are watching the Texans and they're in a late season game and Sean Watson scrambles for like a 35 yard touchdown run and you don't see it. And you come back from commercial break and they're like, Hey, you know what happened? Uh, Deshaun Watson just spun out of two tackles, ran a dude over, and then sprinted into the corner of the end zone to take the lead. Check it out. Here's here's the score. Now let's yeah. move on, which is essentially what they do every week. And it it's just, I know golf is complicated to cover, but it really blows. I mean, it but, just is not good. But is it even that complicated? Because there's cameras on every fucking hole now. Like, just set up a feed with technology for every player or every hole, whatever, mm-hmm. so that people can at least just get access to watching their players. Because, I mean, I know there's people out there from Mexico who only want to see Abraham Answer play. So set up a feed so they can just follow Abraham Answer, or they can follow Kevin Streelman. Like, I don't care, right. whoever it is. They can follow them and make it easier. And then you have their national broadcast, which could show just the top 10 or 15 guys. So that they can focus on that. Those crews follow them around. I do understand that there's other people out there playing for their livelihood. And they want just as much attention as others. That's not possible. But you can still have the technology set up out there where they can, you know, have cameras on every hole. They're live. They don't even, I I would be fine if they didn't even have somebody talking in the background. If I was just watching somebody, I just want to see them hit their shots and, and play out holes instead of, watching three shots then you go to commercial break for five minutes and then you come back and they show you four shots and then you have to watch you know somebody talk about dancing with the stars for six seconds and then they go to another commercial break and you come back and then you got clint eastwood like staring off into space (laughs) at&t like i don't give a shit about any of those people i know that they give a lot of money and it's their charity blah 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 great 
but uh, like show me the golf have somebody talking in the background whatever but there's there's definitely a better way to do it like you said jake we're three guys in our house saying shit we don't know we're not involved in the business on a day-to-day day-to-day business uh, um, process but damn there is it's not good. I, I agree. It's not good. And it's getting worse is the problem. I think I think what you said is like what's going to happen to some degree because it's what we see in all sports, right? Like uh, I feel like so a couple things. Betting has become really important. Right. Um, and like live updates of that betting have, has become obviously like sort of a new revenue stream for a lot of broadcasts. And a lot of other broadcasts um, – have gone to this ability where like I can pretty much watch it wherever I am, right? Like when I'm not at home, I can stream it on my phone. Um, I can either tap into my TV feed or I can watch whatever the online product is for that particular sport. And obviously, again, it's less complicated when there's one ball in play rather than 40 balls in play. So like, or more. So I I get that. But what you're talking about, I think is going to have to happen if a lot of those PGA Tour things that uh, are re- revolving around betting, which we're starting to hear about, are going to come to fruition. Because right. imagine, imagine you throw down like forty bucks that uh, um, Patrick Reed's going to, you know, get up and down from a greenside bunker, and then they don't show the shot live. They don't have it taped because they don't have a camera there, and then you find out later that there's a rules controversy around this, right? Like, how does that all work, you know? And so, um, I think you're gonna, I think you're gonna get your wish when it comes to having these direct feeds. I mean, it's what the Masters did last year. They showed, they recorded every single shot. You could go online and track and follow every single player, every single shot that that player hit, all cataloged, all libraried for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, I still, like you said, it's it's not getting better. It's getting worse, and it's going to take time to set that all up. And I'm all for it, but it's going to take time. So I guess we'll just kind of have to see what that's going to be. Vinny, you got anything you want to add? I mean, I don't have many opinions other than... Well, we know that. No, I (laughs) I don't understand um, why this specific event should be treated any differently than pretty much anything on TV. Uh, You know, broadcasters should know by now that there's a few things that drive the success of what they're broadcasting. But this could be a TV show. This could be a live event. It's going to be a a success story or it's going to be tragedy. You know, people want to see that shit. People want to see Harold Varner top of T-ball 98 yards, right? Right. Like, for viewership, that's huge. People want to see those things. I hate to say it, but they do. It's like, this is going to be the worst analogy ever, and I can't believe I'm going to say this. Like, Oh, boy. People Strap loved, in, Doug. People loved watching the Jersey Shore because it was like watching a live car accident, right? That was Harold sure. Varner's tee shot. <laughs> like, yeah, it's the I same think... effect in that environment, and they need to show those things. They cannot just not do it because of time. They need to give up something. Those decisions need to be made by producers, and it needs to happen to keep people happy. Yeah. No, that that's like a key thing, right? The PJ Tour needs to lean in to we are um, we're going to show you everything the the great stories that we show you right like Tiger winning the Masters and running off the green and hugging his kid amazing story even though they don't control the Masters obviously but, but we're going to show you this uh, this great uplifting story 
And at the same time, we're going to show you honest things happening on our golf course, right? Guys fucking up. God, if there's controversy around cheating, we're not going to try to hide it. We're going to lean into it because that's what might have happened. And so I, I think I'm with you, Then It's like what you, you watch stuff because you want to see all aspects of it, right? It's not just about only the good stuff. It doesn't always have to be shiny um for us like it's like the same reason that you like shows like a breaking bad or something right you like the grittiness of it it's the same reason why you like you know hearing mic'd up players in football talk shit to each other or like nba players getting into scuffles right we like that lean into that and so i i don't know if the pga tour is ever going to do it because i think they're still kind of worried about a generation generations older than us uh and how they view their product but if you want to keep us around, especially with how long it takes to watch golf on the weekend, you've got to lean into something more entertaining than what you have. I don't know how to do it, but it's got to happen. So I agree. Yeah. That's 1,000%. Uh, no, I, I completely agree. I think we'll see. Uh, obviously, I think the TV rights are coming up for renewal here in the next couple of years and so i think there's going to be this a year, huge this year uh, okay so there's gonna be a huge change there like jake said they've already started to partner with like DraftKings and some of those guys so uh we'll see what happens it's going to be interesting uh, especially now as as live betting in most in a lot of states is becoming legalized across the u.s and, and it's going to just continue to grow uh, texas will be last but uh, that's okay um <laughs> So last thing we we're going to talk about today is Vinny and I took a little trip down to the Golden Nugget in Lake Charles, a two-hour drive from Houston to play in Vince's first professional slash amateur tournament, I believe, other than the Wildcat Club Championship. And my second or third, maybe, that I've always played terrible in. But we went down and played a pro-pro-am, and we played with two of the pros from Wildcat against about 120 other people. We played our best gross and net from the four of us. Vince got seven shots. <clears throat> I got two. We played the Golden Nuggets course there from about 6,300 yards. It was a great event. We went down on Sunday. We finished uh, We finished T13, actually, and then got in a scorecard playoff the last paying spot. So I think we got like a $90 uh, gift card to Landry's. So we can either use that at the Nugget or any other restaurants around Texas. Uh Vince, I'm curious to think what you thought about the tournament. I know you were kind of a last-minute addition, so uh, what did you like? What did you not like? Anything you would do differently? You did play what I think is the round of your life on Monday, <laughs> even though I was with you when you shot 69 or 70 at Memorial uh, before it was redone. I mean, do you agree with me on that? Do you not agree? <laughs> yeah, I, I want to know. Think, I'm uh, interested in I this. think it's a a better round because of the the environment and the event itself. I think, I think doing that uh, in an event made me feel so much better about my game than just, you mm -hmm. know, us, us sneaking out and playing the fastest 18 ever after work and just playing well. Right. Um, for starters, I think, I mean, I like that course. I think it's the best it's been since it's opened. Um, I like what they've done with it to grow it up for this corn fairy event in a few weeks. Uh, I mean, yep. I could put my hand on every bad shot I hit. So I just, I, I don't know. I, I was really happy with what I did. 
not so happy Tuesday. I don't think I hit one good iron shot, but still managed to squeak out like an 82 or whatever, 83. Uh, so I think that uh, I think that it was difficult for you to obviously focus because you shot the best round of your life, the second best round of your life on Monday, and pretty much everything you went well, everything you hit went well on Monday, and then it's, it's got to be hard to come back Tuesday knowing you hit you pretty much flushed every shot the day before <laughs> and as soon as you do yeah. one bad thing you're just like what the fuck why am i not doing this like yesterday i know it's it's very frustrating i do that a lot and i did the opposite i played on monday i shot 78 uh, so i lost events for the second time in my life first time i got slapped <laughs> in the face for it uh but the and then on tuesday i shot the most boring 73 of my entire life i was one under with one hole to play and I made a double, but I oh, beh man. behind that I missed 12 birdies in a row from inside 25 feet. And yep. probably three of them were inside 10 feet. Got to get the truss. Uh, it, well, I have a new putter in the bag actually. And I was hitting good putts. I just couldn't get anything to fall. Uh, one, because they're greens, so they were like scraped down because they're going to obviously roll them and be really fast for the corn oh, yeah. fairy event in a month. So I just was over reading break on most of them. And, and, and just couldn't get the ball to get in the hole, but I I got everything to the hole or even past it. But um, but yeah, overall we had a great time. Our other Wildcat team actually ended up winning it. They shot twenty two under or something ridiculous. Whoa! Manny made fifteen birdies Monday and Tuesday combined. Um, he's one of the amateurs on the other team, and oh they ended God. up edging out and and won the event by one shot. Uh, I think they got like seven hundred dollars, and then I think our pros finished six or seven under and i think they got in the top 10 i don't know if they got any any actual prize money for themselves but overall great event we had a great time we're going to try to do it again next year uh it worked out very well that monday was a holiday for most people i know vince's company uh, doesn't give anybody any work off so they had to work on monday but he <clears throat> took monday and tuesday off so i appreciate you joining me uh we had a great time nicole came down uh, oh also congratulations vince is an uncle uh -huh. uh, as of Monday morning, Monday morning or Tuesday morning? Uh, it was yesterday morning. Uh, I guess I'm, today? I'm an Today's Wednesday. Default. My girlfriend's sister okay. had a child. Um, awesome. <laughs> when, yeah, Doug, when Doug texted that, by the way, I was like, wait, is this a joke about like me and Paige? Like, I, had, I couldn't figure out what was going on. <laughs> and I was like, oh, never mind. I remember. Yeah, no. Vince, uh, that's, Vince exciting. Uncle. that's exciting for their family. So, uh, you know, we don't have that in our family yet. So. Jake, 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 subtle, dog, bro. Next subtle jab. I got a dog. You're you're a dog, uncle. <laughs> That's right, dog. Subtle, uncle. So, yeah, subtle yeah, jab. Doug, actually, I didn't look at this, but after uh, you know Jesse and Tim making all the birdies, uh, our pros actually finished third in the pro flight. Oh wow! Yeah, That's awesome. Uh, that is huge. Uh, four shots back from the from the two others. Was so, the guy? Did the guys that shoot seven hundred on the first day? Is that the ones that won it? Actually, they did not. The uh, a team passed them by one, shooting sixty two, sixty four on the last day. Wow, so, that is hot. Yeah, sixty two. Um, yeah, there were some players team, out 62 there. Sixty two as a team. So Jesse, our pro right. shot sixty two on the second day as well. But the the guys who won shot sixty six, sixty two as a team to beat sixty five, sixty four as a team by one. So, so yeah, there were some guys who could play. No doubt. Well, I mean. Don't don't sell yourself short over there, Mister Three Over. I'm sure there was a pro that <laughs> shot three over the first day. Actually, there's a pro team that shot even on the whole event. There you go. 
It makes me feel better. Um, it should. Did, what was was it like a better ball? Like you took better score? Yeah, we both played out our ball okay. the entire hole, and then took. Uh, well, actually, of the four of us, we took best gross, best net. So I see. Obviously, I see. the holes that Vince had shots on, we needed, and he came through very clutch for us on Monday. I did birdie the par five, which was the number one handicap both days. So that got us a net three, which helped. Nice. Um, but yeah, overall, it was great. We thought it was going to rain on us. We didn't get any rain. The, the course was a little wet because it was foggy uh, and moist in the mornings before the tournaments. Uh, the range was not open. That was the only thing that I would have changed, which kind of sucked. That's a huge bummer. Because we actually got there on Sunday, Vince and I, and went after I lost a lot of money. And went and chipped and putted uh, out there. And then, yeah, we got up in the morning and they texted us saying the range was closed, which I'm not exactly sure why, because it was beautiful on Sunday when we got there. And I don't think it rained overnight, but uh, whatever. Maybe they're just preserving it for the Corn Ferry event. That's but that, probably what it was. That was really the only only downfall. Um, other than that, the course was great. It was really challenging. They narrowed the fairways from because we played there a few times. The rough was up. It was thick. Uh, the greens were, were good. They were not as quick as they will be, but it was good. Um, a lot of sand in the bunkers. And, uh, yeah, overall it was great. It was not windy on Tuesday. Actually, we had a perfect weather. Um, Monday it was a little breezy with fan on, but we didn't get any rain. So overall great day. Uh, thank you to Tim wildcat for paying for our dinner on Monday night. That was very nice of him. Um, we had a great time. Hopefully we'll be back next year to defend, defend our T 13. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that was it was pretty good. Uh, I do also want to throw out there that congratulations to our buddy Dylan Newman, who Ooh, Dylan. lived with lived with Vince and I two years ago. Uh, he qualified for the PGA Teaching Pro Championship in Austin in April, and the top twenty pros qualify for the PGA Championship. So we're rooting for him. Yeah, and hopefully he makes it. If he wins it, uh, he actually gets into the PGA, and then also gets six PGA Tour exemptions uh, for next season. So. Dude, a lot, of, a lot on the line. I just had a, a lightning bolt just struck me. <laughs> we gotta get uh, uh, Dill some sort of like breakfast ball like swag. Like we gotta get it embroidered somewhere on his shirt or his like hat. Dougie's gonna yeah. be on the bag. Dougie's I will be there. on the bag. We gotta throw him a couple bucks and get like uh, get the get the name on there just to get the chatter out there. You know I'm what I'm in. saying? I'm in for when he wins oh. it all. I like it. Oh my God! Can you imagine on the USGA website, breakfast ball? I like I think, it. I think it's got to happen. Yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, we'll we'll make that happen. Vinny is our in-house embroiderer, so we will. Uh, <laughs> we we'll get that done with a sewing machine or something. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so congratulations to him. That's in April uh, in Austin, uh, like the third or fourth weekend. As we get closer, maybe we'll get him on the pod and uh, yeah, talk to him about sure. it as he preps. I will be on the bag. It's going to be fun, uh, and I'm looking forward to, to doing that. I haven't, I, I've caddied for him before, but nothing in this big of an event. And uh, apparently, his game is in great shape right now. So uh, we'll look forward to that as we get closer. Other than that, uh, Jake, you have any you have any plans for the weekend? You're going to try to get out there and play. What's uh, what's yeah, on the docket? Yeah, I, I, uh, I think I think there's a chance. Uh, we got some freezing temps the next two days, but the weekend looks pretty good. So I'm going to try to get out and play. I actually, I actually did play on Monday. I wasn't going to, and then. I got an invite to go play at AC Country Club, and Ooh. I've been, yeah, which I love, but uh, it's probably my favorite, if one of my favorite courses that I can actually access up here. And um, I've been like really working hard on my game, but because it's winter, it's really hard to go go out and play and just go to the range a lot. 
So I played like shit for nine holes. Um, and then I played awesome, like great on the back. Like I've been just struggling with the driver. So it was nice to have that come around a little bit and shot like one or two over on the back after shooting like eight over on the front. So felt pretty good. Um, and then, yeah, this weekend, hopefully maybe, maybe just nine holes, depending on what the weather's like. Um, but I'm also trying to cultivate some interviews Got a couple feelers out there, so we might have Ooh, some guests uh, across the next uh, month or so. Love it. Just wait, waiting to hear back from a couple guys. So, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> I will throw out a club review for Vinny. Uh, oh. this, the simulator, he hits that thing <laughs> like 260 now, so the boy is getting out there close to Doug off the tee. It's wow. kind of concerning. Um, but the boy is playing, and he got big trust, which uh, I don't even want to talk for Vinny like, about that thing, but he made everything. Jesus. Man, the sim is a great improvement, but the trust. People may think it's ugly. People may maybe not be on board with the technology, but it is by far the most stable putter I've ever put in my hands, and that feeling gives you some some sort of confidence, and it's just, it's just great. Uh, Bro, I, I urge anybody who's looking for a putter to go and try one. You know how it is, dude. Sometimes the ugly ones just try harder. That's what it comes down to. You know what I mean? <laughs> and hey, man. <laughs> That's just how it is with the truss. I have a serious question. Does that mean you're going to go full TaylorMade now? That you oh, have the driver and putter? Uh, I don't think so quite yet. I mean, we still Ooh, gotta, quite we yet? Got, we still got to keep it out there. He's I mean, in we, negotiations. <laughs> I just, I don't know how I feel about their irons. If I can go all woods, I'd, I'd probably do it. I mean, I still love my old Cobras that I'm playing. and I don't know. I don't Telling think there's any changes in the, in the bag right about now. All right. Well, that's I like that's it. a rarity. I love hearing that. <laughs> well, awesome. Uh, those of you that have been listening, we really appreciate it. We will be back next week with our thoughts on the WGC and L2CAN and Matt Kuchar. <laughs> uh, we will also be getting us closer to Jakey taking a little trip over the pond. Oh, Talk yeah. about that. Yep. Uh, if you aren't already, please follow us on Instagram at the Breakfast Ball Pod, all one word. Benny, break her down. Oh. Well, hope everybody had a good Wednesday and they're getting ready for this WGC event. Uh, we're going to start this out with saying, let's go fairway Jesus, praying for you. <laughs> <laughs> if you're playing this weekend, though, hit them straight, or at least try to. If not, don't forget to hit your breakfast ball. Thanks again. Mm-hmm.